everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast reanalyzed the 1999 examination of popularity in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And minute 83 begins with Jesse arriving at the table where Mac is sitting and just breathing very heavily and saying her name repeatedly. <laughs> Mac. Mac. And she's like, what? He's like, is this Mac. a preview of later like, tonight? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I'm going to ignore that you said that. Thank you. And, and it goes through Principal Stickley. Yep. Stick Stickley. Saying, and now for your... Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, was he listed in the credits as Principal Stickley, or did we already know that and I just forgot? IMDb said Principal Stickley. Um, okay. I just, yeah. Um, if this is Principal Stickley, which it is, the actor listed as Principal Stickley, then the guy who took the flask away from... Uh, we say his name was Reggie. Roger. Derek. No, it Derek De- was um, Sherman. Right. I don't. I think he. I don't think he had a name. I think he was just the blow up doll guy. Right. Um, we we gave him a name that I don't remember, and is certainly did not we? in the credits. I think we did. It was one of those things where one of us said the name, the other of us used the name, and then we moved on because he's no longer in the thing at all ever. So, Right. Um, anyways, uh, the guy that took his flask away isn't the same guy as the, the guy that's on stage right now. So um, okay. maybe that was some sort of Dean. Not not, the, not that not that one, but the other kind. Lowercase D. Like the administrative kind. Right, right. Exactly. Um, right. Do we name the blow-up doll Betsy? Sort of feels right. That sort of feels right. Betsy or Betty or Becky or something. Yeah. And yeah, what do we name the dude? I don't know. Listener? I don't... I, I now remember this conversation, and when yeah. you edit it in six months or whatever, mm-hmm. um, maybe we'll remember to... Well, it's, what's funny is when I edit it in six months or whatever, I won't remember that we had trouble remembering right now. And then, but then when I edit this, I can right. ask you, fair. and maybe you'll fair, remember. Fair, fair, fair. Got it, got it. Um, my first note is: See, in a Shakespearean tragedy, Jesse Jackson will be dead before he delivers the message, but in a comedy, he's about to save the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the most horrifying thing about watching Romeo and Juliet when I first watched Romeo and Juliet, the Zeffirelli version, with my parents in Boston when I was about two or three years too young. Um, <laughs> Was the dramatic irony of the messenger not getting there, and so they die. I was like, "Yeah, oh no, I don't like that kind of consequences. That's out of their control. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so horrifying on a number of levels, but that one was maybe the worst. Because it was like they made the decision to, you know, do take their own lives misguided though those ideas may have been in the situation but that thing where the either the guy on the horse or the fedex truck guy didn't get the thing to him that's the worst to me i hate it yeah i hate it yeah but that's why i like like shakespearean comedies where someone Mm -hmm. sees something and then says something and then it's good and don john goes to jail yeah but for how long so i do have some information about the guy that plays Principal Stickley. Oh, good, because I have only one note for this minute, so I was cool. hoping you had something to flesh out <laughs> the conversation. Flesh out is a funny thing to say, and you'll see oh, why no. in a second. No, oh, you're fine. No, no, no. no. It's, it's just his, his first appearance is 
just so 80s just incredibly 80s all right so his top three he played third baseman buck weaver in field of dreams um he played this is his second one of his top three and then he was a guy named hunsicker in crimson tide uh he was also jeff in the rocketeer oh yep uh he was in honey i blew up my kid um sneakers phenomenon Multiplicity, uh, aka movies James watched on Cinemax as a uh, like a fourteen year old a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> and first daughter, the Katie Holmes is the first daughter of the United of the United States and romance or something. I never saw it. I only know the cover. But uh, oh yeah, I forgot that movie existed. I never yeah, saw it either. Same. Yep, but he was in that. So okay. Yeah. Um, Multiplicity, just by the way, does have uh, one of my favorite lines of all time, uh, which is, I'm just really so proud of you. I'm going to get you a present, like a chainsaw or a book. And just the, the dynamic of that, those three lines in, the, in that movie has always really uh, tickled me in, in, a, in a nice way. That movie has huge issues, though, so... Maybe I have not seen it. It's like I'm it's, familiar enough with it. Like I know the plot and I know what some of the issues are. It's mostly um, good. And then also there are things like how in Time Traveler's Wife, it's like, what is that thing that he is doing with himself? What is that considered? Yeah. Only it's with another person. So it's uh, pretty clear, much more clear. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then his first appearance was in a movie uh, from 1982. He played a surfer in The Beach Girls, and okay. I found a full synopsis of it, um, which is uh, the the like tagline was like they're they're gonna party or something. But here's the synopsis. <laughs> That's a great tagline. Definitely yeah. um, tells you what the movie's about. Right. Um, here's the, the the fuller synopsis. School is out, and three girls head to the beach for vacation. Two of the girls are worldwide partygoers who attempt to loosen up their naive, virginal friend, whose uncle has allowed the girls to stay at his beach house. When the drug-smuggling Captain Jack dumps his cargo of marijuana to avoid getting caught, the bales wash up on shore. The two party girls, Ginger and Ducky, quickly stuff the dope into giant bags and spirit it back to the beach house, where it fuels a party with assorted misfits, delivery persons, and passers-by. Is... Okay. Here's... Okay, we're gonna enter another installment of uh, James Teaches Aaron about drugs. Is dope marijuana? Yeah, dope is any drug. Really? Yeah. I always thought that it was specifically referring to, like, heroin or something. Uh, I always like, think of like it as referring to cocaine. specifically referring to one of the harder drugs. Um, let me look up. Let's see. I think dope is just, um, Any yeah, and all uh, drugs? a drug taken illegally for recreational purposes, especially marijuana or heroin. So excellent huh. well, job, Aaron. Kind of right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and which is funny because I always think cocaine and that's not something that they listed in this, uh, dictionary.com Oxford English dictionary definition of the word dope. Um, huh. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, uh, you know, whenever I hear the word dope, I think, uh, you know, they don't call it dope for nothing, which was a anti-drug commercial at some point in my life, which has mm-hmm. stayed in my mind instead of geometry. Um, yep. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, so I thought you were going to ask, the thing that, that occurred to me was, were, was the marijuana okay after having been in the literal ocean? Like, Right. But I guess it would maybe yeah. wrapped up in saran wrap, maybe? Probably something. There was, um, so there's another podcast called Sinisterhood that yeah. it's, you know, true crime, probably mentioned it, at least you, you, you have not yeah. on this show. Yeah. Um, it's like true crime and they talk about um, cryptids and urban legends and stuff. And one of the things that they covered in an episode was a plane crash where like just a bunch of weed mm. was on the plane and like kind of let loose in the state park Ooh. where the plane crashed. <laughs> um, and so people were like going into the plane wreck to try to get the weed. And I'm like, hmm. but it's been floating in the water. Surely it's... And apparently when you smoked it, it did, like, burn like jet fuel. Yeah. Because it had been soaking in jet fuel water. <laughs> it burned like jet fuel because at this point it was mostly jet fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, I get, like, it seems like Blaze so it. much effort for ruined drugs. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess the high is the same, even if it tastes like jet fuel instead of pot. That can't possibly be true. But the I high also is have probably no, literally slightly different because I bet the jet fuel gives you a different kind of high. It's like huffing gas and pot at the same time. So, I mean, if that's your thing, actually, that you know that kind of adds up a little bit. Also, but if yeah. it if it's covered in jet fuel, it's not going to last very long, and it will burn your lips. Right, um, and and maybe also like your eyebrows off <laughs> when you but light if, it. But if it's just sort of atmospherically around the jet fuel, maybe. All right, we'll get know. we'll and do some experimenting like and the, get back. Yeah, it sounded like the bales of marijuana had fallen into the water that jet fuel had leaked into. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was I, diluted enough. I yeah, that could be. I just keep picturing a, a much darker version of the book Hatchet. Um, where, which is already pretty dark because in that book he has to dive down and retrieve like a first aid kit and there's a dead pilot down there. But mm-hmm. if there was also drugs down there, that would be an entirely different, uh, movie. Actually, it would be that <laughs> Seth Rogen's Hatchet and mm-hmm. it's the same thing only with weed and that's it. I mean, I would probably watch it. I'd probably watch it. Yeah. Um, if it was streaming for free and I was really yeah. bored. I yeah. would watch it. Yeah. I do like Seth Rogen. He is very good. Um, I also uh, wanted to say that I really like and miss a little bit. And they kind of got back to it. Um, they were kind of getting back to it with like uh, blockers and uh, Booksmart and stuff. I really like the genre of raunchy teen comedy, but it's it's all girls. Like it's girl protagonists. Um, mm-hmm. That was a blip on the radar in like the 80s. Okay. There's a movie that I can't think of what the name of it is but there here i can actually i know the synopsis of it uh girls going to camp to lose virginity and it's called little darlings love i love the internet sometimes um that is a great place (laughs) um so yeah this is 1980 and uh one of the people is is fairly famous it's Tatum O'Neill and Christy McNichol. So both of them are Who's in the McNichol? 80s. She was in Children of the Bride, Baby of the Bride, Mother of the Bride. No, it's none of those. 
family? No, it's not that. I know this kid, and I don't know why I know this kid. Is it from this movie, James? It's. I've never seen this movie. I really want to see oh. this movie, but I've never seen it. I don't know. It's weird that... Oh, she was in Black Sunday. She was in... I don't know. Christy McNichol is like a... I don't know. Anyways. This is a... So it's like 80 to 80... Oh, Cynthia Nixon is in Little Darlings too. Oh. Cool. I know who um, she is. Yeah. Wow, it's so weird. I need to... I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you about where I know her from because I for sure do. Anyways, um, like 80 to 83 is like there were a bunch of these and then they were like, nah, nah, nah. Let's just do, let's just do guys because it's a lot less uh, empowering. Mm-hmm. So someone came back from vacation. We're like, what's going on? What are all these women doing here? And uh, yeah. Anyways, um, that's what his first appearance was in. Um, that is Michael Milhone or Milhoan, uh, Principal Stickley, who is announcing Prom King, and it's Zach Seiler. Yep. And that's, that's my, my one note. Zach yep. wins Prom King. <laughs> and the, the principal's like, uh, to the surprise of absolutely no one, it's Zach Seiler. Yep. And that's and that's basically the minute. Yep. Where does where does the where does the minute literally end? The it's, minute ends right before he announces Prom Queen. Right, right. But, I mean, yeah, that's basically the minute. Zach goes up and accepts his crown, which doesn't actually fit on his head. And which Um, looks for a second like a... Like, it looked like four different hats in the time it took her her to put it on his head. I was like... And then eventually it looked like a crown, but I was like, this keeps looking like different things. Yeah, just wait till next minute um, when the prom... (laughs) queen no i is it yeah it is next minute when the prom queen is crowned i have some comments on the crown yeah uh yeah i'm yeah (laughs) agreed i'm just gonna say agreed and let's go to social media yep we as a podcast franchise are on uh twitter as g underscore minute movies and uh individually i can be found at unabashed james and i'm at unabashedly aaron you're part of the Scavengers Network, which you can find on Twitter at ScavengersNet. And you can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thescavengersnetwork. Come on over and uh, and hang out and say hi. Uh, and yeah. say that you heard to come over there from us, and that would be really cool. And they'd be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. I think I probably know her from Empty Nest, because that was where she was on the most. Okay. Um, But... It's wild that I would know anyone from Empty Nest at all. So, anyways. Okay. Not to return to Christy McNichol, who isn't in this movie at all, but that's that. That is our brand. You know who is <laughs> you know in who this is movie? In this... <laughs> no, that is our brand. <laughs> that's our brand. Yep. Right there. Is, you know, it's not our brand, though. Is that Paul Walker? Yeah, that's, the, that's not our yeah. brand. No, no. no.
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.